0: Hello and welcome to the Form of Fitness Podcast, a podcast where I, Nathan Shanes, and my co-host Duncan Bryson will be breaking down the world of fitness into bite-sized pieces of information, such as exercise philosophies, routines, and more. We're glad you're along for the journey. We hope you enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Forma Fitness Podcast. I'm joined by Duncan today. And tonight uh today, we are going to be analyzing the nine ancestral tenants. So,
1: yeah, I think that this is important to kind of go over because the thing is, is with a lot of like snake oil salesmen, like we found out liver King was, and you know, some of us always suspected that there was some bullshit in there. Um, They usually base their stuff off of a modicum of truth. Yeah. You know, um, it's kind of like uh, magic in the middle ages. Like, Yes, a lot of it was bullshit, yeah, but people recognize patterns, yeah. and they're if that pattern like works, then they're just going to keep doing the thing, even right. if like ninety percent of it's bullshit. Um, and if you look at the ancestral tenets and you remove liver King from it, they make sense, yeah, they're they do. not all bullshit, and a lot of them have like individual parts where it's like, yeah, this is right, yeah, you probably should be sleeping yeah you should probably like not expose yourself to blue light all the time like right these things are real and you should yeah. acknowledge that you should also acknowledge that like being disconnected from the electrons of the earth that's some bullshit.
0: yeah it's an over explanation of so- something that is beneficial for you but yeah you know again if the thing is is if the end result or action is beneficial Sometimes their explanation for it doesn't matter, right? It's like if I told you that eating whole foods was better for you than processed foods because it allows you to levitate, I'm not wrong because my initial thing is, you know, wrong. I'm wrong because I told you it's going to give you some superhuman powers. But my advice was still good. You know what I'm saying? So it's – And this is a big part about any part of fitness, and both in the dietary world as well as in the actual lifting and exercising world. Mm -hmm. You deal with a lot of base level facts that are true with
1: end results that are false. Yeah. And a Um, lot of like your fitness influencers do this where they use like spooky language, you know, of like you got to balance your positive and negative energies, man. Like the, the crystal craze. Um, I remember there was like a grounding thing for a bit. Like a lot of these things are bullshit. Yeah, but what they are using is they're using scientific language, mm-hmm. um, and then oftentimes also like pulling something that is true, and then either creating a like false con- conclusion altogether, or they're adding, they're fabricating data. Yeah, to try and make it sound even better than what it is. Yeah. And I mean,
0: this is the world we live in. You know what I'm saying? Because if you compared this to how this kind of idea would have been expressed to you in, let's say, the 1400s, chances are it would involve a lot of church-like liturgical language, potentially even partially in Latin. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's what is – the word what is the what is the language of power in the time and right now we live in the power of science right yeah. we live in the information age where if you make something sound intelligent you say it with confidence and you explain it but maybe that explanation isn't real or true or even right still there will be many people that will go all right this isn't a jump it's not a leap of faith you know what i'm saying like Many of the things that Liver King says are not a leap of faith, right, in any regard. It's like, oh, I could see that being a reasonable next step to this previously proven true thing that I
1: know. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make that thing right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But also a lot of these things are like very much a time commitment or, or a decent investment like sleep, like In order to get better sleep or longer sleep, you're sacrificing hours, right? Like, no one wants to hear that, oh, I have to get eight hours or I have to get nine because, you know, we sleep in almost these, like, three-hour intervals. And if I wake myself up too early in the middle of an interval, I'm going to feel like shit for a couple hours. Like, no one wants to hear that Yeah, because that means that you have to spend more time doing the bullshit. Yeah. But – if you make it sound like it's going to help you out a lot more than what it is, then we can sometimes get you to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, and so if we just go into the list, like the number one is sleep on his list.
0: Sleep like a rock. Yep. Switch. So, I mean, I really don't have much to say about what he has to say about this one. Yeah. Um, he's got a few like sub explanations as to what you should do to improve your sleep. Um <laughs> A lot of which tend to include uh, move your electronics away from your bed. Um, which, as far as long term science on this, uh, especially including like uh, like wireless tech and phone, uh, like you know like five G signal, are we don't have long term study on it yeah. because the tech isn't long term enough. And we may have a volume of study, but we do not have a longevity of study. Which in many cases with these things that even he says are very very negative in a subliminal way. Yeah. Those are always a test of longevity. So, you know, he's just saying, don't in many ways, he's saying, don't take the risk of it. um, As well as also doing like potentially red light therapy, uh, no late night blue light. These are all basic things. Like a lot of people say, you know, you want warm, warm lights around your bed just because like when you get in bed if you still got the light on because you want to like read or something to wind down for bed that's the perfect time to do this warm light exposure which in many ways mimics our early ancestors being around a fire yeah. after the sun which is the most natural blue light processor whereas fire is more of a you know red light processor or a producer I mean um, and so yeah I mean again like and I've Can't say that in many ways I disagree with like what he's saying here. Like get better sleep. Yeah. And and like the Himalayan salt candles. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those. Have you ever seen one? So they're lamps and they're really cool. And I'm not sure if it's like fake, uh, but what it's supposed to do is like the salt slowly outputs more salt content into the air as well as like it's supposed to help the – energy balance in a room and whatnot as far as electron displacement and shit like that. Like, there's a lot of, like, I'm like, uh, you know, like I don't yeah. know about that to it, but on top of that, I mean, they're nice. I'll yeah. be, I'll be, yeah. I'll be completely honest. They make, they do make a room have a certain like feel and energy to it. Um, it's a cool glowing rock. Yeah, it is a cool glowing rock. Yeah. It's got a lamp inside of a big block of salt. Yeah, it's really funny when the lamp breaks, and then what you do is you go and sit it in the bathtub, <laughs> and then you and your brother pour water. Yeah, my brother had one. We, we uh, we just uh, we put it in the tub. Yeah, turn the tub on and. Boy, do I tell you what, that was some salty fucking water that was in the tub. <laughs> yeah. You know, th- I mean, you could make anything float in that kind of buoyancy. Yeah.
1: Um, um, um there are a couple things here that like do deserve some scrutiny though, because like mm. he talks about red light and red light exposure, there, there is some science to back that up. Um, but it's not necessarily because we evolved, you know, for red light to be at night because of campfires. It's more, um, Red light, so when we're getting close to that evening time, you know, we have adapted and evolved to be awake during the day mm-hmm. when the sun's up. And so I think it does kind of have this, like, get some morning light exposure. And so this is kind of the opposite of that, of when the sun goes down, you need to limit your blue light exposure because the blue light's going to keep you up longer. It's going yep. to disturb your circadian rhythm. Yeah. And so... As soon as that sun comes down, dim your lights, dim like your tablets, put on that nighttime mode, yeah, and just kind of let your body naturally go. Okay, we need to start winding down for the evening, and like the phone thing, you know, there's it, it not conclusive scientific data on 5G signal, Bluetooth signal, but I will tell you that if it's taking you longer than like five, ten minutes to go to sleep, there's a big urge to reach over to that bedside table, grab your phone, and start doom scrolling yep. for I hours. can't say this and and so if you have that more than a reach away hell if you have it in another room you're not going to like get up yeah and, and and this is something
0: that i do personally deal with as, as someone that like and i do have like really big fomo yeah. about this is like you're worried someone's going to call you so that phone needs to be like right there um Me personally, uh, I'm going to start like moving my phone to across the room on top of my wardrobe as opposed to on my nightstand. The reason being is that I do tend to grab the phone first thing when I wake up as well, which is another thing which can immediately disturb your senses is immediately engaging with your phone before you're like fully awake and aware um, as well as the before bed thing. Um, And another way to kind of cheat code that is get an alarm clock. Yeah. Right. Your phone. First off, me personally, I don't think that phones are a good alarm clock. Um, I can literally turn off my alarm on my phone because, like, even in my drowsy sleepness and mm-hmm. you know just not thinking brain, I can press the button on the screen, which is the only part of the screen that's like really bright, and press it, and then the alarm stops. And so sleepy me just turns it off, and I don't wait. I like I do not wake up yeah. fully. Now, that also has to do with other things that I do, (laughs) (laughs) like not getting really great sleep anyway. But yeah, I mean, one thing I will scrutinize him on right here is this bit about at bedtime use blackout curtains and blackout blinds. Um, For people that live in cities, I, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. But, um, and and he says it needs to be pitch black. Yes, it does need to be way darker. Yeah. but what I will say is that if you are a person that doesn't have, like, a, they make lamps now that follow sun patterns mm-hmm. or wake, like alarm clocks that, that wake you light. up with light as well as yeah. with sound. Um, if you don't have one of those, this can be dangerous. Cause I know for me, when I had blackout curtains in my room, yeah. you it's a lot sleep. To wake up. It's so, dude, it's so hard to wake up. Like, yeah. these are the only days where I'd average sleep like 10 and a half hours just absolutely out, uh, like just slumped.
1: Yeah, like if you don't have a city light like right next to your window, you can probably get away with some decent blinds Yeah, and just shut the blinds. And then in the morning, the sun will kind of peek through.
0: Yeah, and chances are, based on what level you are, if you have the right kind of blinds, you can angle your blinds where light can come in from above but not from below. Yeah, Um, I know that it can reflect off a little bit, but you're not going to get a complete darkness. But... That is the world we live in. There is always light, and uh,
1: I've got some personal feelings about light pollution, but we don't need to divulge into those. Yeah, so, like, again, just be mindful of, like, what is being said here because, like, some of it's bullshit, some of it's real, and a Mm -hmm. lot of it is, like, real stuff, but then he bases it in, like, some of this, like, bullshit stuff. Um, Yeah. Like, the Blackout Curtains is a great example of this, of, like, you do need morning light, it's better to get morning light outside of a window because the window kind of blocks some of um the sun's like uv rays and stuff like that that are beneficial for you yeah it's why like you can't really count a morning commute to work as sunlight exposure if you're not driving in a convertible yeah or something where like you can roll down windows and get mm-hmm. that uninterrupted sunlight yeah
0: um, let's move on to the second tenant here yep so eat like our ancestors. Now this is the liver King tenant. This is yeah. the tenant that everyone knows him for. This is the tenant that everyone flag, like, you know, hates on him for.
1: Yep.
0: So I, you know, I'm not going to assume that our listener knows too crazy much about what's included in this, but it's basically paleo. It is really basically paleo. It's basically, it's basically paleo with an emphasis on those organ meats. Mm -hmm. And correct fat and correct animal fats, bone marrow, uh, beef tallow, butter, um, and a lot of, and he even calls it here uh, using a nutrient dense, ketogenic like diet and ancestral eating patterns as a tool. Um, And it says it's not really a diet per se, but a way of eating that models that of our early ancestors. Mm -hmm. And one thing I can say is based on what I've seen, he's true to this. This is. And he also, in here, as part of this eat is include fasting every once in a while. Yeah, um, He says, and I know that based on what he does, he does a five-day water-only fast. He also includes salt in that, um, which, I mean, you need to for brain fung- function. Um, he does a five-day water fast every quarter. So every three months he does a five-day water fast. And I also believe he does a once-a-week 24-hour fast. Between dinner on, I think I want to say like dinner on Saturday and dinner day and dinner on Sunday, something like that. I know it was a big, big bit on his uh, Instagram. Um, but yeah. Other than this, I mean, we're looking at basically paleo, yeah. and we've talked about paleo. Yeah. I don't think we really need to dive much more into this. Uh, yeah,
1: the intermittent and like non constant fasting is something to to discuss. Like, um. And the only reason why this isn't in the sports world is because there's a huge like investment required in order to reap the benefits. And when you're dealing with sports, like once you're in college, you don't really want to have the negative side effects of having to train while on keto. Yeah, because yeah, especially yeah. the adjustment period, and then there's still like the period of being on keto. Like it just sucks. Uh, yeah. if you're like a high high out power out point power output athlete. Mm-hmm. But there is um some pretty good studies that have been discussed and are peer reviewed showing that like going in and out of keto over like 3 months on and out of a year um learning how to intermittent fast, being on like periodic fast, all this helps train your body to use its energy more fe- effectively, more efficiently. Mm-hmm. And um it actually not only helps you, like, you know, handle ketosis, but it also helps you deal with transitioning from your, like, power output energy system to your long-distance, uh, like, um, endurance-based energy systems. And that is directly correlated to, you know, this I'm having to shift from eating anything I want to ketosis to, like, intermittent fasting and back. Yeah. Um, and so, like, there's a lot of really cool, Performance, uh benefits to this again the reason why we don't really see this a lot in the like athlete world is just because training on keto sucks it does um and until like you get used to that and that requires like a couple years it really does like you know it, and if you might not be yeah. used to it but
0: like it's it's just gonna yeah. suck it really does uh, let's move on to this third tenant <clears throat> move <laughs> Move like our ancestors as well. Um, Again, he says right here, walk upwards of 10,000 steps a day. Uh, I mean, we got some pretty basic things in here, include dynamic movement. Um, Yeah, I mean, everyone says get in movement. I mean, this is the most, I'd say that this is probably one of the most general ones. Yeah. Uh, He really comes at this from the fact that the average American, as he says right here, spends 13 hours a day sitting down, um and add eight hours of sleep, you know, then bam, you're at twenty-one hours a day of total sedentary state, which is yeah. and I can personally agree, like that's that's a lot. No, I mean <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean, if you if you genuinely think about it, like really, like That's a lot. That's a lot. That's that's actually twenty-one out of twenty-four <laughs> yeah. hours a day. So like I mean shit, that's seven eighths of your day. Yeah. Which the composition of your day is the composition of your life. So that means seven eighths of your life, you're just
1: sedentary entirely. Yeah, that's about 87.5% of Yeah,
0: that's right just there. that's just that's so much. Yeah. So, and I do think that there have been some great things as far as like if you're wanting to get this in but, you know, you don't have the way to change your lifestyle entirely. Um have you ever seen those like treadmills for under desks? Mm-hmm. I've heard people speak their praise. That's a
1: Yeah. I, I I don't know if that's like, you know, from an entrepreneurial perspective like There's times where you can use that, and there's times where you really can't. Oh, me personally, like I just
0: cannot write. Uh, It's hard for me to do that while the walking. But one thing I do do while working um, at a desk or anything is I'm up every five minutes. Um, I also have a standing desk at home, so uh, that keeps me up and moving around. I'm standing around. Um, A lot of times I'll do stretches and whatnot while working just to kind of give my brain like – just a quick rest while, or, or, or it gives me time to think about, like, a problem or anything and just take time away from staring at what I'm working on to think about what I'm working on while also just doing something secondary.
1: But what, what he says about movement is about right. Because, like, 10,000 steps a day is a really good, like, recommendation. Um, 60 to 90 minutes of zone two cardio, you know, about twice a week is pretty decent. And then lift something heavy, you know. Three days a week, you know, at least. And these are, yeah. like, minimum required effective doses. But, like, what he's saying is not wrong. Yeah, and he's saying, like,
0: what you want to do is push those limits a little bit yeah. all the time. Because one thing is, and we'll get into this later on his tenets, is some of that struggle is good. It's good to push your boundary both for, and, and he even says it right here, better cardiovascular health is the big the big thing. Um, we want to make sure that we are just moving right mm-hmm. i mean we are um, all animals are mobile based um and one thing that we've done as time has progressed is slowly gotten more and more sedentary yep um let's move on to this fourth fourth tenant shield from dangers so this is kind of a play on words um being that he initially is speaking about like you know you want to shield from external danger uh, in reference to lions, hostile tribes, treacherous weather. Um, in the modern world, as he says, there are, you need to shield against more insidious dangers, which, you know, obvious. Uh, talking about things like uh, xenoestrogens, phthalates, BPAs, alkylphenols, and PCBs. Um, a lot of this comes from, you know, he says, seed oils, uh, non-native blue light, and EMF exposure. This is probably one of the ones that he gets a lot of flack for as well, um, being that a lot of the science behind this stuff is some... Okay, so some of the things I mentioned, the science is in on. Yeah, you know, like it is phthalates not... Phthalates are bad. Phthalates, BPAs, yeah. all this shit. Avoid the plastic. Of, it, yeah, the it's, micro... It's general idea. The microplastics, while well, yes, it is a current joke to joke about like, huh, huh, getting the microplastics out of my diet. Like, microplastics are fucking
1: you up. You need to... And, also from like a cleanliness perspective you know like, especially if you're a meal prepper mm-hmm. glass is the way to go glass oh, it is, is super easy to clean you'll like you'll scrub away at plastic it'll still be stained it'll still have food like stuck in the crevices yeah. you deal with pl- like glass you Mm-mm. put in more water and it's gone yeah you um, heat up the
0: glass yeah. and then wash easy it's gone Done. so um, like plus it's just nicer dealing with glass like let's all be honest yeah. with ourselves you'd rather have glass dishware than plastic dishware yeah. it's it's always been that But way. then,
1: like, when it comes to, like, this, the Ethernet, the Wi-Fi, the, the Bluetooth, like, that stuff is... You know, you're talking about shit that's like, okay,
0: I can get around to believing you, but the worst part is my daily life cannot be yeah. changed to remove these things in the quantity he's saying, as well as... We don't have longevity
1: longevity yeah, of nothing, study
0: on this stuff. Yeah.
1: There's nothing saying that's going to cause cancer. There's nothing really saying that it's going to like disrupt your brain. Um like the the claims that are being made around it are almost the, the issue is is while yes we are getting phones, right? And yes they do emit internet, Bluetooth, all this stuff, and our, our attention spans are getting shorter. But is it the phone or is it the TikTok? Yeah. Is it it the YouTube shorts training your brain to just like doom scroll, you know, Mm. every sixty seconds subject. Is it the
0: fact that we've mastered the neurochemistry behind, you know, dopamine and serotonin release, or is it some form of signal just deteriorating neuro you know, neurons?
1: And it's easy to say, Well, my behaviors aren't, you know, impacting me. But the truth is is they probably are. There's more scientific studies that are showing that stuff like TikTok's bad. Yeah. That's why you know, currently
0: th- they're talking about banning TikTok. Well, like, that's not the real like, reason they're talking about banning TikTok, because like otherwise they'd ban it.
1: They'd ban the real platform. Yeah, but there's other things that they're talking about as well there. But like that's one of the biggest fears yeah. of TikTok is it's
0: absolutely. I mean, you look at it, look around it on the daily yeah. basis. Yeah, the, the attention spans are yeah. T- like
1: the biohacking damned. in these apps is probably a lot more dangerous than the EMF or whatever. Else yeah, that, that he's making claims
0: for. But again. This is one of those ones like I'm going to put flack on it and say, look, science ain't there. Yeah. But also, the science ain't there. So we don't know. Yeah. This is one of those things proven wrong, proven right. I don't know. Yeah. You take the decision um, as far as moving forward with that yeah. one. That one, you know, you know I'm not going to do, you know what I'm saying? It's like I really can't demonize you for making a claim on science that isn't there. Yeah. And then, right. Cause
1: yeah, there's also like perfumes, clones, and deodorants that he goes after. Um, I have heard things from like these evolutionary biologists perspective. And so the, the thing here is when it comes to attracting mates, using this stuff is not as effective as you think, because we get a lot of our social and like sexual cues from smell and from Mm -hmm. body odor. Now that doesn't mean don't bathe. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Please, Please don't be a commuter, uh, computer major. Please take showers for the love of God. No one wants to smell that. Yes. But at the same time, using like colognes and perfumes and anti-prespirants. like When you have to, that's one thing. But all the time is probably not good for you. And that's kind of where he's going with this. Yeah. Along with like talking about xenoestrogens and like volatile organic compounds. Like shower every day leave it on your skin as little as possible you know make sure that it hasn't expired yeah because these things do have expiration dates and you'll probably be good
0: yeah um one thing i do want to mention about this real quick is that he does say right here he's like while you're at it replace plastic water bottles with glass or stainless steel now i'm all for that you know i'm i'd say that's a big uptake anyway yeah But the thing is, is that what he's excluding is also saying hard plastic water bottles, reusable plastic water bottles. He's saying swap those for glass and whatnot, too. Um, I think that, you know, again, environmentalists and whatnot should hop on board with that, whether or not they agree with the prior statement, just to get, you know, get something else going, get more reasons for people to. to hop off the re, you know, yeah. the one-time use plastic train, which you know, I think I'm all
1: for. Yeah. Like, if your worry is fa- phthalates, like just stop using plastic. Yeah, I, I, and especially
0: one-time use yeah. plastics that they're not microwavable. Washing them is, you know, worrisome. If yeah. it, it listen. If it breaks up while you do any normal activity inside of your kitchen, it's also going to do it when you like. <laughs> or or throwing um, water. Uh, 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 imagine yeah. that, you know. Oh no. I scrape my fork on the bottom of the styrofoam plate, there's chances are there's going to be fucking styrofoam <laughs> yeah. like in a microscopic form on the yeah. end of that fork and you're putting that shit in your mouth, you know? He's talking about this. This yeah. is what we're talking about.
1: Okay. Um, the next uh, tenant is connect to earth. Now, I'm a Boy Scout. Oh. I believe that connecting to the earth, going out in nature, going camping is great for you. I, I think that there's a wonderful mental aspect to there. And I, I don't know if 100% of it is we are made for the earth and you yada, know, yada, yada. I think part of it is, is it just slows you down. It really does. It's, it's the I don't have my phone. I don't have connection. I can't go on Instagram. I can't go on Snapchat. I am stuck with these 20 idiots yeah. and half of them don't know how to cook. Some of them forgot butter because they didn't realize that they need butter butter for like a frying pan for grilled cheeses like <laughs> I have to deal with these guys but then there's the social thing and like he talks one of the later tenants is about bonding and connection and like yeah, going on camping so trips personal. going outside in nature like it forces you to do some of these things yeah. and it slows you down so
0: I mean as far as like you know I've seen people make jokes about the connector thing because yeah. a, a, you know if you've ever seen a, a one of uh what is his stories on his Instagram, it's uh, you know, like good morning primals, get outside, get your bare feet connected to the connected yeah. anchored to the earth, um, uh, grounded. Um like the bare feel- thing feels a bit like bullshit. I mean, yeah, one thing I can say is I actually did go a summer without wearing shoes. Yeah. Um I didn't go go out in public, <laughs> uh if anyone's wondering. It was COVID summer. Yeah. Uh, So summer of 2020, I went barefoot um, outside walking around on gravel, concrete, uh, mostly in the dirt, in the grass. Mm -hmm. What I can say is that there was a very, very, I got to say, like, as far as like looking back on times and thinking about just an overall calmness to it, that was it. Um, A lot of it had to do with the fact that life slowed down anyway. Um, But like I can say that some of that did it, I felt a lot better being in a situation like that and it was I mean this was pre like yeah. Liver King blown up on social media Liver King did not like even make a social media until I believe 2021 so this was pre that I found like a YouTube video on it and you know, there's a lot there's been a large community on like barefoot connection and Buddhist I know Buddhist monks do this uh, or at least in some capacity do uh do this as well um and it you really do just feel a little bit calm on top of that one thing it always also did for me and this is something he doesn't talk about is when you're going around barefoot you've got to watch very carefully on the ground and so one thing that it made me do was become uh, like weirdly way more alert yeah about what is on the ground uh what the ground looks like, terrain levels, terrain changes. And, I like, this has transferred over to me walking with shoes now. Yeah. I do notice a lot more about ground uh, and what ground I'm stepping on, how slippery something might actually be, whether or not it looks wet, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: And we talked about heat and cold exposure just, you know, the last episode. And if you remember, like, your hands and your forehead are heat sinks. Mm-hmm. Your feet are technically heat sinks as well. The issue is we wear shoes. And so that's yeah. where part of this is is – if you aren't wearing shoes, your thermal regulation is better. Yeah, because you have the pads of your feet now that also are devoid of hair mm-hmm. that are going to help you. On top, yeah. Um, however, this whole thing about positive electrons. First off, yeah, there is no such thing as a positive electron. They're all negative because they're electrons. Yes, you have neutrons and you have protons, protons, and, and electrons. Electrons. I mean, it's like <laughs> the mean, three
0: bits. Yeah. Electrons are. Always negative. Now, I understand what you mean when you say positive charge. Yes. Right? Now, but then again, when you've got to explain this stuff like to someone, whether or not that's true, besides the point, when you've got to explain it to someone, you got to say something's good or something's bad or positive or negative. Yeah. You know, and you don't mean positive or negative charge. You mean good or bad, right? But you want to sound better. Um, Yeah, I I understand him using that word for that explanation, but- like again, this whole snake idea. oil type yeah. sounding situation, like you know i don't know if that's true or not, but I can attest to the fact that you know again the barefoot outside, because when you 're barefoot outside you're also getting sun, yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. we're we're compounding on things now, and on top of that, you know what you're doing you're moving you're yeah. guaranteed moving like this unless life, you're sit, yeah. unless you're going out and sitting down, which even still is absolutely just very, very enjoyable, very, very calming
1: anyway um yeah. like the idea of balancing out like negative and positive energy within you is bullshit to the degree of there's no like positive or negative charge that's building within you that has to get released like this to me feels like a scientific explanation for a emotional like feeling that you get within your body yeah because you do get out of balance you sometimes you get too hot and inside your body and you get tired. Yeah. Then you have to like lower your core body temperature. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you're getting a bunch of positive electrons that are building up that you have to like disperse. Yeah. And
0: I think, I think that in some regards, the, the energy thing, the worst part is that in some regards, this also gets the pH balance argument thrown onto it. But the pH balance argument is very different that your body needs to work towards, you know, either, you know, a more neutral seven. On the ph scale or a little bit more alkaline for health reasons Mm. because we do eat a lot of acidic food and we do have acids in our body yeah um you know i think that these are you know both of those are basically like god they both kind of get the same umbrella treatment but they're very different so i just want to want to mention that
1: yeah um number six on the ancestral tenant is get cold now we just did an episode on cold and heat So I'd say get listening to the previous episode. Yeah, (laughs) Um, Something that I will take note is that he doesn't talk about get hot. Now I have an assumption here and it's that getting cold is a lot easier than getting hot. And if you have a supplement brand, you don't want people spending money on saunas when they can spend money on your supplements. Um, But there's a lot of good stuff about getting cold and getting hot. And Uh,
0: yeah. And the one thing I will say is like, more people are frequently getting hot than p- more people are yeah. frequently getting cold. So as far as to make it a tenant get cold, obviously, yep. um,
1: I, you know, um, and the minimum effective dosage is again eighteen minutes a week. Yeah, and I mean he says it right here. You know, yeah. you utilize it to
0: <clears throat> intentional cold exposure upregulates brown adipose tissue for fat burning, creates yeah. cold shock proteins for n- neurocognitive mm-hmm. benefits, and increase uh, glutathione. Uh, for a stronger immune system. All these things are basically like Wim Hof method yep. stuff. Like this is all stuff we it's talked true. about last week. So um,
1: the the fat burning is true, not significant really. No. Now the It's significant in males in some circumstances, yeah.
0: but it's significant. Like when I say significant, significant as someone who knows like, what a significant yeah. burn it, is.
1: It's like significant for health. It's mm-hmm. not significant for losing fat and body weight. Oh, no, no. Um, but the it, issue is, like, that's, again, that's corollary. Kind of, that's kind of like where we, we have to clarify our language because the way he writes it, if I see fat burning, I'm thinking, oh, damn, I get a skip all I cardio. Gotta, dude, you know, cold, cold get showers and skip cardio? Room, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, cold showers, skip working out, skip cardio. Three minutes cold shower,
0: ten minutes cardio. Three minutes cold shower. They both suck yeah. just as much as each other.
1: Or, or hear me out, hear me out. Three minutes cardio or an hour in the gym.
0: <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, because that's, that's kind of where this non-clarifying your language gets you. Yeah, Because um, if I see fat burning, I mean, you know.
0: But again, b- 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 and I think that that's a lot of what Liverkin got behind with the message. What it, A lot of his language in here, if you watch it, is 100% call to action. Wow. 100% call to action. And I can tell you, like, if you sat down and read this out loud in a nice tone that you believe he would read this in, this is some energizing language. Yep, It absolutely calls for action.
1: Um, okay, so number seven is get sun magnesium, and fat soluble activators. Now, I can speak to this personally. I'm a big advocate of when you wake up, get some sunlight um the minimum effective dosage is I think about fifteen minutes of morning sunlight it's yeah, it's about fifteen to thirty minutes is what I remember um I recommend now I'm not a doctor, but I recommend vitamin D supplement uh yeah. big proponent of that, you know. The, the truth is, nowadays, we're just not going to get enough vitamin D within our body. It's hard. Yeah. It, it, we have evolved to you know, be outside the whole time that the sun's up. Yeah. And the truth is we're not doing that. I'm out actually
0: outside so little that yeah. it's not funny. And I really, really yeah. do beat myself up for
1: it. But you can't,
0: like realistically. Like it, No, if, it's like it's like my work yeah. is indoors. Yeah. Anytime I've got to meet with someone, we're not meeting outside. Yeah. If I have work on a computer, like
1: The the glare,
0: dude. You ever worked outside on the computer? Not fun. (laughs) You (laughs) want to throw the computer away and just sit there. Yeah, you just want to, because being outside is actually nice. It's enjoyable, even when it's shitty out. Like I don't want to be on my
1: laptop outside. Yeah, and even then, like the glare of the sun on the screen. (laughs) Like if you don't, if you have never touched your screen, then it's okay. But the moment you touch your screen with Look, your fingers, you'll
0: see every greasy fingerprint you've ever put on that. You absolute chronically so internet bound. So, yeah. Um, no, that's rude. That's rude. Um,
1: let's see. here. magnesium is also something that's very important. Um, especially, like, if you're a concert goer, mm-hmm. get more magnesium than what is, like, recommended. Because it will help your ears. It will help to reduce... Um, the amount of damage that your ears take. Now, that doesn't yeah. mean that you could take a bunch of magnesium and, like, fix your ears. That's not really how that works. But it is a good protectant of, like, ear damage, especially due to, like, loud noises.
0: Yeah. And and when he means fat-soluble activators, fat-soluble nutrient activators, which means get some more fats in the diet, right? He says from liver, bone marrow in here. And, you know, again, there's other other choices for, um, you know, ways to get that. But as we do know, many vitamins are only fat-soluble. They're not water-soluble. Yep. So if you don't get enough right fats in your diet, you're you will not only be significantly deficient in these di- uh, in these nutrients, but you could be putting in any amount of them and you're not going to get them out in their full capacity yeah.
1: uses. So... Okay. tenant number eight. Struggle, fight, win. Um, We talked a bit about this in our testosterone episode, but there's a lot of really good, like, biological, psychological impacts of struggle. When we win struggles, or we go through struggles, our testosterone increases. Mm -hmm. Um, As well as serotonin. I mean, we see... The dopamine release that's caused by winning, something that we had to struggle for, is higher than if you just had... If you, know, you just receive the win. Just single click. Um, that's why, like, if you want to talk about the dangers of porn, you know, one of the biggest mm-hmm. problems with porn is you don't have to struggle for it. Yeah. And so, like, there's people that have said, well, you know, sex with a, another individual it feels so much better than porn. Well, the reason why is because you had to struggle to get there. You had yeah. to go out of your way. You had to put in time and effort to time, get there.
0: Time, effort, love, um, care. There's other things. And, I mean, yeah. this also ties in a little bit more and then, with the next one than it does with yeah. this one. But um, – Yeah, he says here, he's like talking about the Barbarian, which if you know anything about the Liver King, the Barbarian is a beast of a fucking workout. Like, I'm going to be 100% honest. This man is absolutely fucking killer for being able to do this. Um, God, where's it got it on here, what it is? I need to read this explicitly. It's, what is it? It's a sled with full body weight behind you. Uh, So it should be. A backpack with half your body weight in it, a sled with your entire body weight, twenty pound ankle weights, and twenty five percent of your body weight per hand. Yeah, for a mile. Yeah, and the, the spirit of that—that's CrossFit. That is that is a CrossFit workout if I've ever heard of one. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I would
1: never endorse, endorse ankle weights. Um, He does it so every step is a struggle, but like the the (laughs) best weighted experience for you is going to be keeping all your weight centered around your torso. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going to be like dealing joint damage. Like the fact that he can do this is a testament to how many roids he was on. And even then, like there are medical records of him talking to a doctor about joint pain.
0: Yeah. I guarantee you that
1: this is what caused
0: it. Yeah. And I'll say the ankle weights mm, and the hand weights, I feel like. I feel like a big part of that is, again, trap and forearm activation for the walk. I mean, it's literally a farmer's carry, but for a mile. But you don't want to load things in that way. You also, the thing is, is do you know what happens when you get tired during a farmer's carry and you extend your arms out to full and you don't have your muscles? Every single bit of that weight goes through those joints. And there's two Really important fucking joints that you don't want to mess up in yeah. your upper body. It's your shoulders and your elbows, yep. and you, as well as your wrists. You like, don't want
1: like to fuck up your knees and your hips, your shoulders and your elbows. Like
0: knees, hips, ankles, yeah. you know, wrist, elbows, shoulders. You, you, those six joints, man. You cannot yeah. fuck around with those. And so, what I'll say is, hand it, weight in hand. Yes. Yeah. Good. That much. No. But I'll tell you what. That that release yeah. that's a win. That's yeah. a win afterwards. Yeah. So the, it stands to the test of what that tenant is for.
1: Yeah, like what I would say is like the sub um, the the substitution for this workout would be like rucks. You know, yeah. Get get yourself a rucksack. Like either either camping style, military style. Fill it up with weights. Fill it up with sandbags because it is designed for you to be able to carry it in an efficient and safe way.
0: Yep. And he yeah. does have a ruck on uh, for this exercise. Yeah. I mean, you and know, a fifty percent of body weight ruck. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: If you're going for like a walking style thing, or like a not walking, if you're going for like a running style thing, weighted vest. Take take a page out of the CrossFit book. You know, you can weighted vest are great for up to like thirty pounds usually. Because uh, the thing is, if you're doing a weighted run, dude, like yeah. you don't want half
0: your body weight. <laughs> yeah. Like, like let, let's be realistic here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you're going, for like, a like we're training like if you really got to haul ass with over 100 pounds on your back you know you i can guarantee you're going to run off adrenaline and your training is you know it helped you get there but like <laughs> there's some serious fucking situation where yeah. that you're in where you need to be hauling ass with half your body weight on your back, no. okay? Because chances are you're carrying another soldier. You know, yeah, yeah. this is real situation here, is what it is. Yeah. So,
1: and like we are so much stronger than we think we are. Mm-hmm. It's just we oh, don't have spirit. the psychological need to like burn ourselves the way that we would have to to get there. Yep. But when you are in a, which is like, why we see life threatening like, situation. Yeah you know think about the mom strength the the picking up a car to get mama to bear fit. yeah like it happens
0: it's activation bro they, but, there's that yeah. capability there but the need is not there yeah and like, so you physically like, cannot
1: force yourself to do it we're probably like between 40 to 20 percent like stronger than what we think we are mm-hmm. it's just the need isn't there because your body knows that if i do this at full fucking effort i will be in Bad for a week.
0: Yeah, and and so we bad. we can see the people that push past this. Yeah, on a regular basis, David Goggins, king of discipline, that everyone knows. Yeah, you listen to him and you're like, holy god, like, yeah. dude, you you are about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has a, you know, just there's such discipline there. It's why there's such reverence for a guy yeah. like that. You know, did you ever seen pictures of him before he was a Navy Seal? Yeah. Versus after, oh my god, yeah. bro. And absolutely all. killer. On top of that, he went to ranger school too and was a seal and he was yeah. like, he's been in like all the special forces, made it through all the trainings and shit like that. Yeah. Like, it's like, God, man, like, and now he's a firefighter. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> absolutely pinnacle of just yeah. like kind of what badass really means. Discipline wise. Yeah. Um, let's hit this last, uh, tenant. So nine bond with your tribe. Um, I, I really don't know how to disagree with this one. Yeah. Uh, I think that, number one, whether or not you may believe it and whether or not you may think that this is in some way, r- way, shape, or form part of fitness, it is crucial that you do connect with other humans. Yeah. Um, communication, uh, interpersonal relationship. Because well, if we're being honest here, the feeling of loneliness is a killer. Yeah, It is a killer and – Um, It's also just not a motivator. It's not a motivator. Not only is it not a motivator, it will literally stop you from doing things. Uh, Because in a sense, the people that you do surround yourself with you, they do give you purpose. You know, they actually like your life is meaningful. Whether or not you, uh, you know, and I mean, even narcissistic people get lonely. Because the thing about it is a narcissist may even be self-impressed fully. But he's only self-impressed in a way of making himself look better in front of others. Well, you know, he needs yeah. other people to bounce off, and like narcissists need to be the center of social attention. Yeah, and, and if so there's they, no they other people, f- they need something to bounce off of. And yeah. if, if there's nothing to bounce yeah. off of, their ego yeah. is destroyed in entirety.
1: Like, so you know, when, when we think about this, you know, if you want to throw numbers around, like three to four close friends, right, with two to three of them probably being the same sex as you. And, and th- that that's because you you want to be able to talk about things that you have in common. Yeah. And, like, especially, like, if you have girl problems, you know, it'd be nice to talk to a girl about your girl problems. It's also nice to talk to a guy about your girl problems. You yeah. Because they're going to give you two different uh, perspectives on the issue. Right. Um, also, like, if you're a guy and you're talking to other guys, the guy is probably going to tell you, get your ass in gear. You know, and the girl's probably going to tell you, well, it's probably because of this, this, and this. And so those perspectives are very important to have. Yeah. And just knowing your friends and like that quality of your friends, you know? Um, Yep. Like Joe Rogan's a great example of this. Be the dumbest guy in your friend group. And I I don't mean dumbest as in silliest. I just mean dumbest as in like lack of total knowledge. Lack of total knowledge. Lack of. Experience, you know, feed off of people who are better than grow. You. Yeah, surround yourself with people who are either better than you or looking to become better. Yep. If you're surrounding yourself with people who aren't better than you, you know, that's a kind of narcissistic, and yeah. b not going to bring you up. You're actually going to start stumbling. Yeah, we did an on top of- on this with Niners' purpose. Um, yeah, we did. We were talking about. Uh, chickens uh, uh ducks, uh, it, was ducks.
0: Yeah. it was about ducks <laughs> yeah was about ducks yes that was what the quote was about that yeah. was a while ago but yes, yes very very crucial that you do surround yourself with um uh good people With just good people in general and on top of that like working to improve your family as well yeah. as your friends you know really just putting in the effort for the people in your life and because whether or not you believe it, the effort you put into them is the effort they put into you in some regards. And if they don't, then you know you'll know you'll know what's wrong, right? Yeah.
1: And so you know, we live in America. You know, our government tries to help, mm-hmm. but nothing's going to support you more than your family and your friends. Yep. You know, we, we, we don't live in a super socialist state. We don't live in a welfare state to the extent of like some European countries. Our social safety net exists. Yeah, it's, but it's there. You need other people yeah. to help you through rough times, either emotional or physical, Yeah, financial. Yeah. Um, and the only way you're going to do that is by getting strong social connections. Yeah. Uh, if you look at CrossFit, one of the biggest appeals is the social part. Yeah. You know, a lot of the people who want to run gyms, they don't run gyms because they want to make a bunch of money. There's not a lot of (laughs) CrossFit coaches or gyms that are like, you know, billionaires. Yeah. They do it for the community. They see communities of CrossFit and they say, I want something like that. And that's why they open a new gym. And -hmm. like that's a great like insight into, you know, the community aspect. Mm Mm-hmm what's one of the most valued things of almost every religion in the world? Community. Community. It's very important. um, And I think that today especially, our focus on community has kind of eroded. Um, And part of this is just because we have gotten rid of certain institutions. Like we are becoming less and less religious. We are becoming less and less, you know, group oriented. Yeah. And we are losing our sense of community and we need to work harder to reconnect with people to make sure that we are not becoming lone wolves because not only is it bad psychologically, it's bad, you know, financially as well. It's bad for trying to find someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with, you know, if you're never out in public, you're never going to meet anyone. Yeah. Um, And so you just got to work with other people and you have to make sure that you are not letting yourself fall through the cracks and
0: like disappear. It's also like believing that other people do make you better, and believing that other people can make you better. Because you know you'd be surprised to see that some people believe that the time that they will always become better is when they are alone. And in some regards, that is true. But in some, in many capacities, you need to verify the work you're doing with other people. You know, I mean, it's the really the authentic way that humans have always grown. So, if you have nothing else to add, I think this is the way to close it out. Bullshit or not, that's really up for you to decide. I'm gonna sit here and say I'm gonna give them a good rate. I think this is B B level work. I you know, think B plus maybe
1: like 25 percent b- bullshit.
0: Yeah, I think I think that bullshit comes in the semantics, not in the yeah. the general purpose. You know, uh, if I was grading this like an English teacher, I'd somehow end up at something like a 15 percent because I'm probably not good at math. No, that's rude. That's rude. <laughs> that's rude. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say that this all in all. These are pretty de- like if you've got to follow these rules on a general surface level they're pretty good rules i can say you'll probably be I, on a general scale you'll be healthier happier um and just a more well-rounded yeah. person so yeah
1: the biggest thing that you know is the discreditation is not the the rules and the claims specifically it's the fact that he then goes and says you'll look like me you know you'll look like the living He never king. said that. It's heavily implied.
0: It's implied. <laughs> it's heavily implied. Uh, I, I, I do. I do. And, and so I. I, th- I think. I think that if at any point you are thinking about taking this message, yeah, and at any point you ever see that you'll look like Liver King because of it, you're not going to. Yeah, that's wrong. But
1: message all in all, yeah, it'll I mean, make you more healthy.
0: It will make you more healthy, and I think that that's not wrong. And I think that there's many problems that something like this will fix. But uh. No, the way to look like when uh Liver King, we all know what that is and chances are you don't got the money for it. So <laughs> All right guys, we'll see you guys next time. See you.